On today's episode, we're going to talk about demons, and Scott and I will probably argue about demons. And also, sorry, Melanie, I lied. The episode is actually about demons, so we won't see you on the inside. But demons are not real. Well, there you go. So, so now you should be able to listen. Yeah. Ta-da! Christian figured it out. You are now entering the realm of the Freaky Deaky, an unsuspecting stop at the crossroads of fantasy and reality, where the frayed edges of make-believe seep into this cookie-cutter, white picket world you've been led to believe is far from extraordinary. What you're about to hear are true stories. <clears throat> Alleged true stories. Christian, just... Okay. Tales of the strange and inexplicable thought only to exist in film and folklore. Although difficult to accept, we do not know everything about this reality, about time or space, what lies beneath the ocean's depths. And try though we might, the unchanging truth remains. There are some things we legitimately cannot explain logically. I shouldn't say they're not real at the beginning of the episode. It's too late. You can't go back in time. If I could turn back. No, come on. <laughs> I cannot believe that you pulled out a share song. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm just full of surprises. What's, um, what's really funny is as it was that those, as you were singing those lines, mm. my mind started going, Celine Dion, no, the other C, share. Great stuff. Anyway, welcome back to the Freaky Deaky, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back, everyone, except for Melanie, who informed me that she does not listen to episodes about demons or Ouija boards. And I said, well, that's unfortunate because now we have to make fun of you within those episodes exclusively. So, haha, take that, Melanie. You'll never hear this. We'll have to convince her at least to put it on play and turn it turn it down so we get the numbers. There you go. Wow, Christian's looking around the room terrified at something. That's the great news. Great way to start the demon episode. Uh, if you're new to the show. I thought it was a bug, but then there was no bug there. Riveting story, as always, from Christian, America's favorite wet blanket. It's demons. My name is Scott. I am your host, as always. Look at you trying to sound all mellow know, right now. Yeah. In about five minutes, you're going to be chill. cracking jokes that half of me can't even say. Yep. You're welcome. If you're new to the show and you uh, like what you hear, please do us a favor. Help us grow. Beat that pesky algorithm. Rate us five stars. Don't rate us three. Don't rate us two. Rate us five. Yeah, rate us two plus three. It's simple math, as Manchester Orchestra would say. And uh, yeah. Manchester Orchestra. What's their famous song? Their famous song, Christian. I'm songs. Sorry. I have their logo tattooed on my arm. They're an amazing band. I feel like I like one of their songs. You do, you do. But this is not the podcast for that. Okay. If you have a story about demons or otherwise, friends, send that into the gang at thefreakydeaky.com, and it'll make its way into one of our listener story episodes. Those are our favorite. We really do enjoy those. And if you have a, if a story about an ex that you consider a demon, send that. Send us that too, because that'll be on our freaky deaky after dark eventually yeah that'll be in our relationship advice show when that comes out i really want to do a relationship it would be so fun it would be so fun to argue with you about things other than demons if you don't want to send an email and you got a shorter story to share with the show call in at 801-997-0051 that is the official freaky deaky voicemail line jenny jenny who can i turn to there you go so now that all that's out of the way, make sure you subscribe on YouTube. We're getting closer and closer to the release of Sleep With The Lights On. 
first exclusive YouTube show, and we hope you guys like it. But we're not going to talk about that right now, because I've talked about it a lot. If you have kids, go buy a nightlight and blame it on them. Anyway, Christian, I have to cough really loudly. I'm going to cut that out, and then, <laughs> and then we're going to get into this episode. Can I take a drink while you're coughing, then? No, I forbid it. I want classic. Scott. And we're back. I didn't cough after all. Yeah. But you won't, do you believe that or not? Who knows? Who knows? We don't believe anything you say. You're one of them. Some of those asshole skeptics. Oopsie. I will stand by that line. <laughs> There's plenty of skeptics I refuse to listen to because they're assholes. Yeah, that is true. And that is a good way well, to live your life, Christian. What was that noise? Sound like you just made a noise like I made you. No, it's the mic arm, but nice Close. try. So what's your favorite demon? Do you have a favorite demon? No, I do not. You know what my favorite is? Yes, I do. From the one from Exorcist. No. Close, though. Pazuzu. It's got to be. Pinhead. Pinhead. Hellraiser. Never watched them. Those you, are... you think my childhood, I would walk, my mom would come in the room and be like, I'm watching Hellraiser, mommy. And she'd be no, like. No, those were, those were next level. Not all this, like the first two, maybe three. Mm. And there were a couple other ones in there that were decent. I think I've watched them all. I'm going to have to check them out. My mom doesn't control me anymore. I'm a grown man. My mom will be in studio with us in the near future. Yeah, he was only saying that now before she gets in the studio. Yeah, in case she decides to backtrack through the catalog. And if that's the case, and she tells her friends, hey, if my mom's friends are listening, this is an explicit show. I'm sorry. Please don't hold it against my mother. She did a good job. I just, you know, you know how these things go sometimes. Yeah. Eventually, we'll talk about how mm. how you sounded on the episode with your mother. Yeah, probably. I'm curious to see. I'm curious to see it myself. <laughs> like, how's that going to go? But it's fine. You're braver than I. Indeed. I, I would know that. I wouldn't have done a podcast episode with my mom or dad. I would have done, I, when my dad was out here, I would have had him on, but he can't share those things. And his, due to his, the nature of his work that he was in, he's not allowed to come on podcasts and talk about all the crazy shit he might have seen. So we need to find a workaround. Like, he, maybe doesn't, not, he, he doesn't even tell me about it, man. Like, my dad's the same way. That's annoying. I'm like, dad, come on. I have a podcast about this stuff. My dad's been retired for like 10 years now, and he still won't say what he saw. Yeah. I won't say what I saw. Sounds like some Danny Glover shit, but that's fine. <laughs> I'm too old for the yeah. shit. We're not, we're not here to talk about Danny Glover references or why I am having my parents on or off this podcast. So let's get into demon stories, huh? Are you making that noise? What, what noise? I hear a noise. Christian, are you doing this intentionally as like a, uh, almost like a social experiment? You're going to try it on the demon episode. You're going to be like, I keep hearing something weird over here. I mean, maybe it is demons. Maybe they exist. Good luck editing the beginning of this episode. I know. It's going to be very annoying. We're going to start with When a Guardian Angel Becomes a Demon by Trukov. I have a younger brother and an older sister. The spirit I'm referring to in this story is my father's late brother's wife, whom I'll call T. T passed away without having any children of her own. My mother has told me that T had a great fondness for children, and she died while my mom was pregnant with my older sister. When T was alive, my mom used to talk about how she would be the godmother to my sister. Because of this, my mother kept a larger photo of T in our drawing room. What's a drawing room? Is that like the living room? It's an art room where you draw, no, obviously, Christian. that's not what it is. That's what the old-timey people used to call, old-timey rich people used to call one of their rooms. Okay. Over time, my mother noticed several incidents where my sister would randomly speak our hometown language fluently in her sleep, as if she were channeling tea. The inter- interesting part is that my sister doesn't know how to speak that language consciously, but we can understand it. My mother would my mother would dismiss it, saying that T meant no harm and was like our guardian angel. Third man. Would you look at that? Mm-hmm. You put this in the wrong episode. <laughs> However, things took a turn during a family trip to 
Balaji Temple. It was then that T's spirit attempted to take control of my sister's body within the temple. My sister started hurling abuses at my parents in our native language, pretending to be T. She accused us of wanting to get rid of her. After some time, my sister fainted, and it was then that my mother realized that T's spirit was corrupt. T had made our trip a living hell by re repeatedly trying to possess my sister's body. Classic T. Yeah. After that incident, my sister would faint and sleep for hours, completely unaware of what had happened. It became clear that T's spirit was causing harm, so our entire family started wearing protective lockets to safeguard ourselves from her influence. And that was four years ago. Maybe mm -hmm. cut out the that was four years ago. And that was four years ago to this day. Before I ask you your thoughts on this, I just want to mention what the Balaji Temple is. Go for it. Is it a hangout for demons? Mm, you be the judge. Oh, it is well. a well-known Hindu temple dedicated to Lord Venkateswara. Nailed it. I apologize if I got that wrong, which I probably did, who is also known as Balaji. It is located in Turamala in the state of Andhra Pradesh, India. It's considered to be one of the most important places and richest pilgrim, pilgrimages, pilgrimages, pilgrimage sites wow. in the world. We got there. Yeah. So sometimes, cause I, sometimes, especially when we go international on some of these stories, we say, say names and they, they make no sense. Hey, to, you guys know where we're located. All right. Yeah. A couple of idiots over here. It's fine. Yeah. So it's got what, either way, this temple's got grand architectural design with intricate carving. So if you want to look it mm. up, if you want to travel there, you want to see this demon of tea, go for it. Yeah. So what would you think would make T come back who was such a good friend and was going to be the godmother to, the, mother to this girl? Why is she trying to possess her? How do we know that that was actually T? That would be my theory. Mimics. We've talked to mimic Ooh, spirits. Mim We've talked walk-ins. People that, remember that one mimic story where it was like the thing was trying to replicate her, like replicate her movements or something in yep. her bedroom? Ooh, maybe it's like, like we kind of touched on and joked about, like maybe I was just working, trying to figure you out so I can take over your life. I always wonder, especially with a lot of the topics, even though I'm skeptical about a lot of them, but in this, like this case where you're like, why are we automatically assuming it's T because she's speaking the, the language? Yeah. That, that doesn't have to be the case, you know? It can be any kind of demon. There are things as trickster spirits, I believe. Yeah. And some, That'd be a fun episode to look into. Trickster tricksters spirits. Tricksters are always fun. That's what they say. But not when you're being trickster. You know, Loki's a trickster. Wow. I knew you would. I knew you would. I'm like, oops, op accidentally opened the door for a Disney reference. That's not Disney. That's Marvel. I'm sorry. Owned by Disney. <laughs> at at the t current time. For, for a Marvel reference, owned by Disney. Who knows who it'll be owned by that, yeah. when you li when you listen to the episode, it might be owned by Apple by then. There you go. Apple, Disney, Marvel. Be amazing in some ways. Not so amazing. Not worse than every other way. Yeah. Got another one for you about a sister. This one is the sister's demon. A friend of mine allowed her drugged out sister to stay with her in a small apartment until she got her act together. Ooh, yeah. At least enough to leave and get a place of her own. However, after a few weeks, it became apparent that this sister was not trying, not improving, and definitely not looking like she was going to leave anytime soon. It was at this time that my friend gave her sister an ultimative. An ultimatum. An ultimatum. Said, you figure out how to say this word or I'm never coming back. I just figured it. The ultimatum was leave or I will drive you to the bus station myself. We've all had family members that we had to say that kind of stuff to. That's true. Or we've known of family members that needed that stuff said to them. Or family members that needed a ride to the bus station. My family's rich. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mine too, Christian. 
That's why we're really killing it on this podcast. Yeah. Unfortunately for my friend, her sister started speaking, started to speak erratically, unintelligibly, and attacked her, at first trying to plunge a large kitchen knife into the left side of her chest, then bludgeoning her with a metal box. My friend stated that after she'd been attacked with the knife, the sister looked confused, then even angrier, she threw her to the floor and began hitting her with the box. As you do, as is tradition. Yeah. My friend said she could have sworn she saw a figure in the corner of the room when her sister stopped and became frightened of something, ran to the bathroom and locked herself in. This was long enough for my friend to stumble to the front door of her apartment and scream for help. The upshot was that the police and ambulance arrived, took her sister into custody and my friend to the ER. Flash forward a few weeks and my friend being on the men was now interested in prosecuting. The detectives asked if there was were any evidence of a knife being used, as there had been none found at the scene. My friend was perplexed, thinking that they must have taken the large knife. It couldn't have disappeared. A few days later, she began to clean her apartment extremely thoroughly, this to try to cleanse herself of the bad experience. Dusting under her bed, she discovered the knife. It was bent in a perfect S. She walked to her dresser. Satan. Hmm? Satan. Yep. No. <laughs> Ooh, I didn't think about that. That, it'd be hilarious if the devil's in there just stretch out. Oh, yeah, she's going to get kicked out of this. Yeah. Check out my knife. It's my new branding. There you go. She walked to her dresser mirror to look at the area where her sister had plunged the knife. It had a, a small tan mark and nothing more. When my friend brought the unusually bent knife to the detectives working on her case, one of them cringed as though he'd seen this type of thing before. I don't know if he was afraid of her or just the event in question. But wait, there's more. From the same user... T.S. I don't know if I remember if I said T.S.O. Margotti. I don't know if I mentioned that earlier. If not, hey, what's up, T.S.R. Margotti? Yep. Margotti. Illuminati. Nice biscotti. <laughs> <laughs> I can keep going. I'm just trying, I'm just trying to, yeah. So there was an issue with an odd photo that was on her dresser, and it was of her sister's first communion. In that photo... She herself is a seven-year-old girl placing both hands over her face. Next to her was her beaming mother and father. And of course, there was her sister in her new communion dress smiling. Now the thing in the photo, about 20 feet behind her family, the camera caught a boy leaving the chapel in his communion suit with some sort of creature bent over right in front of him. He had a a large-ish head, almost a comic rendition of a half-ape, half-wolf. It is the almost 90-degree angle of its hips that make it seem... An impossible creature. My friend didn't note this in the old photo until she began to decorate an area of her new home with some family photos. She keeps trying to turn the photo this way or that, hoping that a different angle would show her that the figure was not a figure but something else. But instead, she got a figure, and you got a figure that's creepy to have. Yeah. Someone commented on it, and they said, This is a trademark of a particularly nasty group of demons. They need to invoke the law of dominion to protect, or you need to invoke the law of dominion to protect and cleanse yourself and friend and home and to protect your sister. Is that law of dominion? Is that like witchcraft? I mean, is that recommended doing witchcraft? No, what you have to do is you have to go in the middle of like a living room. The religious? Hold a sword up to the sky and say, I, what was that word? Lord of the dominion? No, I. The story you're telling is bullshit, right? Yeah. Okay. Making sure. Got distracted by that fly. Oh, here's the law of dominion. The law of dominion is the law put forth by the prime source creator to protect all of humanity from dark and evil entities. This law prevents creatures and beings 
like demons, vampires, black-eyed children, skinwalkers, and any evil entity from entering a home or enclosed and private space without permission. Most evil entities will beg or demand entry or try to trick people with sounds or voices to go out into the deep woods or darkness alone. Mm, Heard enough of those stories. Yeah. The law of dominion protects young children even more. All evil entities are required to show their true face when trying to to seduce young children as an added precaution. But most children will not allow it to come to them or go near such things. Because it looks freaky as hell. Let's be honest. This is why young children have more night terrors or insist on monsters in public or things under the bed or in closets in earlier years of development. Mm, Interesting theory. The law can be invoked at any time to protect oneself or an area and works immediately on dark entities as any connection to light and holiness would be like invoking the blood of Jesus or singing Muslim songs to Allah. Um, This is somebody else's comment, not ours. That seem to work no matter the person's belief or background or convictions. Wait, that wasn't your personal feeling? Interesting. Everyone must be really shocked right now. I think so. Prime Source Creator, which is a dumb name for a deity. Prime Source Creator. Well, I guess if it's an alien, that would be a good name. I am Prime Source Creator. Rub my large head. Wow. Is so the prime a little short one. <laughs> Take that how you will. Prime Source Creator is the source of all life and love in the universe and is basis of all religions. But because humans' concept of the divine is limited to the human brain, Prime Source Creator can work through any religion you prefer as long as the love and intent. So basically, it's a new age. It's witchcraft, yeah. Yeah, it's new age religion. Got him. We found him, Christian. Let us know if you need the Prime Source. No, wait. What was the name of that? The Law of Dominion. We'll find it for you and send it to you if you got demons in your home. Can you afford these legal fees, though? We won't charge legal fees. We might. We'll just be like... We're struggling, Christian. No. Yeah. It's our, our life is struggle. Okay, here we go. New new story. Oh, wait. No, first I want to hear a little bit about what you think of that story and the law of dominion. The knife is pretty creepy. Yeah, that was... It's like, a creepy little Like the cops start not believing that that was actually used on her. How the hell did that get bent like that? Guys are probably like, you barely even got a mark. How did it bend like that? Exactly. And then the lady's like, have you heard of demons? And the cops are like... We're cops. We see demons all the time. Like, lady, you didn't know about demons. I know about demons. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. That's uh, pretty wild. Especially the picture at the end. Yeah. Seeing that little thing. Ass. No, thanks. <laughs> when I was reading that story, remember, I might have posted on our Facebook page too, but when, I think it was, was it Queen Elizabeth's um, funeral or ceremony, they had like some weird figured walking in the oh the, like grim reaper to look into yeah those funerals are so fucking weird it's probably part of the show yeah like i saw that too i'm like oh that's creepy but it would not surprise me if this is 100 percent. i mean all those ceremonies whether it's the queen of england or the president of the united states there's they're all they got some magic in all those ceremonies that's why people yeah. love to attend or love to attack it as being demonic because of all the strange ceremonies that come from different aspects and different religions and that was a little demonic exactly so this one's called golden eyes by notoriously geeky and also a great game on the n64 minus an s golden eye oh that's that was a classic i hear about it i don't think i played it that much but i've heard nothing but great things about it yeah well i don't i don't think it was around in the 1940s but i wasn't alive in the 1940s We've talked about this, Mr. Un. I can't do math. I can, actually. I literally have a book right here next to me, Christian. What does this say? It says, Scotty's math book. 
Did your mom bring you all this stuff? No, I've kept these. No, <laughs> of course. You think I kept this trash? It was, what's funny is I was looking through some stuff that my mom left left me, and I have some of those same things. Yeah. And an award like that one over there. You know what's weird? I didn't think I was into weird shit at, that, at the time, but there's a ghost drawn on the front of that. <laughs> I'm like, was I drawing ghosts at fucking eight years old? It I was drew, meant to be. I drew a lot of planes that were searching for UFOs or... Hmm. Probably just because my dad worked at Lockheed. But. Probably. You're yeah. like, do you love me, daddy? <laughs> I don't I think drew I, you a plane. I don't think I ever thought that way, but yeah. okay. It's very dramatic, so let's go with it. Let's go. So anyway, back to Golden Eyes. I'm a lifelong, since birth, New Orleans native. Danger right there already. Oh yeah, that's Nolans. I still live here. With that being said, I've seen a lot of strange people. I worked a couple years at a bar as a bartender on Bourbon Street and would meet all kinds of characters, some scary, some not. Well, I'd say about 15 years ago now, I was dating a guy who played saxophone in a brass band on Frenchman Street. And if you don't know what Frenchman Street is, it's like bourbon, but more live music, less obnoxious, drunk assholes, and more locals hang out there. Ooh, yeah. So that's if I ever go to New Orleans, which I will someday, that'll, I guess I'll try to remember the story. Nolens. Anyways, after leaving one of his gigs together, we started to walk back to his car, which was parked probably six blocks away, because French Quarter parking is horrible. Yes. As we are walking and talking about nothing in particular, we notice an older white man behind us. He wasn't dressed weird or strange. If anything, he had on a really nice suit and jacket. First thing I noticed was he was had a really nice voice and a very, I don't know the right way to explain it, but intriguing presence about him. Oh, yeah. And once it gets intriguing, somebody it's, it's definitely Satan. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> he walked up to my side and said, good evening. We replied the same. He asked if we were locals and we confirmed this, his suspicion. As he is speaking, I look into his eyes and realize they are gold. Not like hazel or golden brown, straight up gold and almost shimmering and glowing. We continue on our way chatting about the weather, city, etc. And part ways about three blocks up. As we have a few blocks left to go, I happen to look at the license plate of a parked car. It said 666 in the numbers and I didn't think much of it. Mm. Red flag number one. Next car we pass, license plate said, saved. Okay, oh, they're weird. Cons- up. Yeah, okay, weird considering the last car, but okay. I still don't mention it to my ex. Then finally we make it to our car, and I swear I'm completely honest here, it said 666 in the numbers again. So I finally say something to my ex, he cuts me off and says, we have passed some weird license plates tonight. And that guy was freaking me out. Did you see his eyes? They look like fire burning. I tell him I noticed too, and I wondered out loud who the man was, and even joked about it being the devil. I mean, if the devil was going to party, the devil would be in New Orleans, don't you think? Or Dubai? One of those two places? Yeah, I do think that. Like, if he wants the old school haunts, he goes to Mm -hmm. New Orleans. If he wants to scare the shit out or possess a few rich people, he goes to Dubai. There you go. Just my theory. And not that I know for... Uh, you know, for myself, I ha- don't usually talk to the devil, well, but in my imagination, intentionally at least, yeah. you dance the devil quite often, Christian. That's creepy. That, he's I'm got always, better music. Yeah, that is absolutely true. Yeah, I am always uh, reminded of the time in the church parking lot. I saw six 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 STN as a license plate in Anchorage. That's interesting. <laughs> it is, yeah. And I remember as because I was following him out, like church had just gotten out, and I was in, I was the car behind him leaving the parking lot. And I was like. 
what the actual fuck? And I was like, you know what? I always wondered, but I mean, it was a t- attached to kind of like the downtown area. So could that car could have been coming from anywhere? You know, it didn't have to be a church, but it always struck me as odd. I, I know I've mentioned that before on this podcast at some point, but that, that story in particular reminded me of it. Like instantly I'm like, oh shit, I've seen a similar license plate. <laughs> now more to the story. So there, she mentioned it being the devil. I shit you not, the same guy comes up the street on the opposite side and we can see the glowing eyes from where we are standing. He sees us and waves and shouts a little across the street saying, funny, we were all meant to be in the same spot at the same time. His smile was almost too wide. We laugh, wave and get in the car. And I don't think I've ever burned rubber, but I know he did that night. <laughs> yeah. Okay. See you, Mr. Devil. <laughs> I don't know what he was or who he was, but I've never forgotten his presence, his smile or them damn glowing eyes. Guess that's just New Orleans for you. That's what she says. Yeah. Have you ever run into anyone that you, that felt really off to you? I'm sure I have. I don't really remember each any particular episodes, but I, I've met a lot of people. I've always worked yeah. in jobs or been in places where I had to be really sociable. So there's some strange, strange ones out there. Yeah, like where you just, you have like a short, brief conversation with someone. You're like, there's something very off about this person. Yeah. I don't want to talk to that person again. Never and, like fire burning, glowing eyes, but. That would just be too easy. Hmm. And. According to the story is the devil has his devious ways of slipping into your presence without you knowing about it, even though it's your fault he got there. In an effort to keep demons from slipping into any of my crevices, crevasses, crevasses. I'm closing my chocolate factory forever. I'm sorry. Keep the devil out, folks. There's plenty of religious people that would say that is exactly how the devil gets in. Wow. Moving on to the tanned man. From Just Clary. This one's a little short, but. Oh, wait. I have a little short one. That's what I have. <laughs> I am actually surprised we have any listeners on this show at all. <laughs> I'm like, sometimes I'm very bewildered. I'm like, damn, why do people listen to this? I'm very thankful they do. I know. I'm glad people enjoy us. Yeah, I'm convinced. Thank you, guys. So Just Clary writes, I truly don't know if this is just being young with a wild imagination or it was real life, but I'll never forget it. When I was younger, maybe seven or eight, I was riding the bus home from the local mall as I wanted to surprise my mom with a birthday gift from my saved up allowance. Aww, Aww so wholesome. Kids these days, they don't get an allowance. They get a YouTube channel, make more than their parents. During this time, I had no cell phone, so to pass the time, I just stared at the floor. I take it to ride in the bus, they don't mention it. Until I heard the speaker announce my stop. People would come and go, and I would just keep staring at the floor. But then I got this eerie, cold cold feeling of dread and loneliness and the feeling of being watched i couldn't shake yeah i couldn't shake the feeling so i ended up looking up at the seats and there was this tanned man with the most vibrant green eyes he looked like a mannequin no details in him and he, he was staring i felt stuck when it comes to flight or fight i just freeze when i'm scared i froze at the sight of this man and i couldn't take my eyes off him the sight of him made me feel hollow and filled with regret, loneliness, fear, and despair. Saying this, I don't mean it in a way of a pedo or or weird guy staring at at a kid kind of fear. It had to be something else. He just felt evil and unreal. The second I heard the speaker turn on and say the next stop, blah, 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 I stood up and got off even though I was still far from home. I went to a local payphone and ended up calling my mom to pick me up and running the surprise of her gift. All this from seeing... Someone that's tan with green eyes? Staring at him. Her. Him or her. Oh, like, I missed that part. Completely yeah. staring at? Yeah. yeah. That, I would probably just throw up. Or get naked. They probably won't want to get too close if you do that. 
if you're seven or eight and they're oh wait this got weird yeah no, abort <laughs> abort cancel that yeah this this one um there's two options gross okay there may, there's two options i'm gonna go with demon yes serial killer there's a third option both Ooh, the demon serial killer surprisingly we don't hear too many of those but there are a couple out there they are yeah there's plenty of them they get us attached on things that are bad for us no i'm saying serial killers yeah. that are it's pretty into demons oh well you don't know that i do know it I just told you. How come you don't listen to me? Well, because you're overwhelmingly boring. Christian, plain and simple. <laughs> That's unacceptable. Just for that, I'm going to tell you a story about maybe not demonic. <laughs> Employer Educational 5 is the person that... Author? Yeah, exactly. Wow. Looks like we're both forgetting words today. I wonder what that's about. I don't know, man. What do you think it's about? Not you, know. the people listening. One of my friends is definitely extraordinary. He's 35, but still looks like he's in his mid-20s. He never did sports and has a very athletic body. Someone's attracted. Wow. He rescues dogs and some of them are very frightened when they get freed. And so they bite, but not him. Somehow any animal is instantly his friend. We even went once to a fancy outdoor restaurant and a crow landed on his shoulder. It stuck to him and even flew with us as we were heading back to our car. The devil. He is walking. <laughs> he's in a, he is a walking encyclopedia, knows details and would rock my any quiz show. When AI came out to the public, we jokingly said, now he has somebody who could finally compete with him in terms of knowledge. He is a magnet for women, but never has a girlfriend since his wife died. He is the most interesting man in the world. Or demon in the world. There you go. I once asked him how he does it, and he simply said he, he found his inner peace. It's really weird to be around him. Kind of feels like he's an alien to me. I mean, how the heck is he doing all that stuff? I can't wrap my head around it. But he's a friend. He's always there when I needed him, even when I didn't tell him. He's a reliable person. Whatever he says, he does it. I really appreciate to be around him. But as I mentioned before, it's beyond my understanding how he does all this stuff. I mean, it's not really demonic, but it's kind of a different, like the opposite of that. Maybe they got their hashtag blessed. Yeah. Walking around the world with the crow as a friend, which is a great ally in mythology. It is, but not always. A, uh, it is occasionally a harbinger of doom. Yes, exactly. But in, very intelligent. So we say, have you ever talked to one? Yeah. That's what got me locked up the first time. <laughs> You've never been locked up. Shut up. It's been many, many years in the clink, Christian. I'm somewhat of a badass. Is that what you call the bathroom? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I do. <laughs> Next one is called the tutor student or the church student, the, the tutor student or that MFR isn't real. He's not real. Or I should say that motherfucker isn't real. You need to bleep that out. Yeah, You shouldn't say that Christian language. I know. Great. This is from fluffy wish three, nine, two, seven. I've had a few of those. I don't know what that means. Let's move on. Years ago, I had an experience that could have been straight out of an X-Files episode. I used to visit this younger woman at her apartment who I tutored her in math, who I tutored in math because I needed the money. Good thing she didn't tutor her in English. Yeah, exactly. We didn't have a relationship or anything like that, but she would stare at me while I talked. Like she wanted to make eye contact rather than look at, looking at the formulas. I brushed it off as an attempt at an unserious fling from her because at the same time she talked about the man in her life who lived abroad. She had told me, she was 20 years old and looked the part and went to college, but she would most strangely talk like she'd been born 100 years ago or more. But now, and here's the weird part, the following was what happened the last day I went to her apartment. and came to her apartment at 2 p.m. as I used to. She opened and she dressed in a black tight tracksuit. 
danger. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> this looks like someone's about to get fired. Ooh. During the following two hours, her face would become more and more red while I explained math to her. It was like she was sick or something. Would try to lock her eyes with mine forcefully. When it came time to leave, this is when the paranormal stuff happened. We were in the hall of her apartment when she suddenly stopped talking while she was in front of her door. It was like the size of her eyes changed. Plus, it was like she was trying to hypnotize me and her eyes became almost vampire animal-like. Believe it or not, but it was more like her face almost changed for seconds and a grin appeared like it was a demon. I remember saying I wanted to, to get out and after saying it three times, she snapped out of it and came back. I was able to get her to move from the door and I was able to leave. Some would say, who don't believe in the paranormal, they say it was just a weird attempt of sex. Maybe it was, but still, to this day, to quote the American Lady in the Plane video, that motherfucker wasn't real. Has anyone ever experienced something similar? I have, yes. Fear of a, a cute <clears throat> girl in a tight tracksuit? No. Hitting on you, and so you made her a demon? No, a experience with a succubus, Christian, is what I was referring uh, to. That's, that's gross, you perv. <laughs> I'm, I'm not the succubus, you monster, but yeah, very interesting. Scott, do you have any demon stories for this episode? I actually do have apparently one that didn't make its way into the last demon episode. He was kind of waiting on the sidelines. Like a demon would. It's been sitting there the whole time. Do you ever think all these demonic stories are actual demons and that one's just waiting for you to read it and it's going to take over some part of the world? So glad you asked. I have never had that thought before in my life. Okay. That's what but I can see why you would because you have weird thoughts all the time. I mean, I, 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 that's not my original thought. I met this dark figure run down church and that's what it told me. So this, this story apparently is titled, uh, well, it looks kind of like Taking Back Sunday wrote the title. It sounds like a Taking Back Sunday song. So I don't remember the story at all, but it is saved in my notes to use for this type of episode. So I'm going to go with it. And it's by uh, Nella Nelly. Nella Nelly. Getting hot in her. This is the story of when I saw a demon that took the form of my mother. Ooh. It's always fun. That You know what? Before you get started on that story, that is the worst I know, a and demon that happens can do. All the time. I mean, I don't know if it happens all the time, but if you're... Mm. If it took like it's I've seen it a lot in horror movies, like where the mom is like facing away and the kids walking up to him and like mommy and then turns around and is like, I'm going to eat your soul or whatever. You know, you're like, let oh, me, God, no. Let me remind you to watch the most recent Evil Dead movie. I did. And, and well, great reference. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> that was one of the most terrifying movies I've seen in a long time. Yeah. Very and definitely creepy. the most terrifying out of all the Evil Dead movies. Well, it's because there was no humor injected into this one. I mean, there was humor, but it wasn't the same kind of humor because it didn't have the didn't main act. Yeah. It's kind of But it was a great movie. Mm. It was so much better than I expected it to be because he was like, I just like, oh, this isn't going to be any fun because he's not in it. Yeah. But it was good. And the mother was possessed. Spoilers. Spoilers. You would have never found that out if Kristen hadn't ruined it for you. I mean, I think the trailers show you that. Go on with your story. It does. Yeah. So anyway, Nell and Ellie. When I was around 14 years old, I used to worship criminals and all sorts of evil things. Wow. This person's a demon, turns out. Or a future serial killer. Or the person that started the true crime movement. Mm. Wouldn't that be interesting? We found its origin. She said, I've always believed in God and demons and spiritual stuff like that. This is important to the story. Oh, so maybe they weren't practicing all this stuff. Maybe they were just reading about it and learning about it. Yeah. They're like, I will protect myself from these entities i really should have been a, a weird rapper or dr seuss paranormal dr seuss that's not a bad idea we can no. still do that we can still do that i stayed home alone when my mom went shopping 
I always like to and still like to walk around in my living room and listen to music and have my imagination run wild, separating me from reality. I'm like that still. Yep. I took a glance in the mirror and saw my mom walking <laughs> into the bathroom. Embarrassed, I said hi. No response. I got a bad feeling in the pit of my stomach as I make my way around the couch and run downstairs to hide. I don't know how, but I sensed something evil. Here's what the abomination looked like. It had pale skin, completely black eyes. It wore the outfit I commonly saw my mom wearing. Its hair was in a messy bun. It wore a red shirt that exposed her shoulders, jeans, and flip-flops. Definitely a demon. Nobody should wear flip-flops unless you're on vacation. That's true. So we cracked it already. And flip-flops. Here's the second time I saw it. Short but sweet. I was going to pull an all-nighter and I was with my dad making coffee. When I turned around, I caught another glimpse of this entity. They had no facial features, just big black eyes. I'm 16 now and I've given my life to God. Since then, I never saw that thing or sensed any evil again. Oh, that's so wholesome. Way to go, God. Stepping in and making sure this weird demon mom doesn't... I would think I would give the person that's telling the story the credit because God normally lets the demons come after us and the evil mm. people. Yes. You well, have to, you, according to the tradition, you have to make this. As is tradition. You have to take the step. Sure. Why not? So therefore, this person gets the credit. Congratulations. I don't, I don't know if that's true, but either way, your mom being like that is very traumatic. Yes. Even if you're not like a young child, if you're in a teen, if you're a teen, it might even be more scary. It would absolutely be more scary. Because you understand scary things a little. I mean, yeah. as a kid, all everything like that, it can be scary. But usually... You understand the danger of seeing something like that. Like, you're instantly filled with fear. Yeah. Like, as a kid, you might be confused. You might be like, what, what's going on? What's mom doing? Yeah. And as a kid, you can run to your parents and they can soothe you and take care of you. Mm. In most cases, some people aren't that lucky, but yeah, um, that's another episode. Um, but as a teenager, you're like, wait. I don't believe in demons because I'm a teenager, but there's a fucking demon right there. Yeah. I'm going to give my life to God now, which in this case is probably. It's not a bad idea. Yeah. You, sometimes, you know, mm. don't be dragged to hell. I keep being reminded I need to watch that movie again. Yeah. It's a good movie. Yeah. It's a great movie. I don't know why hell movies are so good. Maybe just because the level of scariness. Yeah. Is different. Because it's Perhaps. eternal. Ah, yes. <laughs> eternal fire and damnation. No. Which makes no sense to me, but it is terrifying. Uh, well. You can't be punished forever. I have been. Very <laughs> few people. You've, you've only known me for a while. Yeah. <laughs> it feels like forever. <laughs> no. Yeah, that's fine. But I don't know, man. I don't, we, I mean, we've talked mimics before. We've talked doppelgangers, obviously. Demon moms? I don't know. I don't know what if... Uh... <laughs> the way you just said that, I was like, that would be like a 1970s demon moms from hell. And demon everybody, moms, everybody, yeah. All the moms are in bathing suits. <laughs> yeah. Or taking showers wow. together. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's a weird jump you did there, well, it's like, but it's fine. Like, like yeah. it, they had like the whole Nazi exploitation movies where they, they'd get these mean Nazi women dressed up and... I mean, that was the thing they used to do. Anything wow. to get nude women on film. Yep. That's they would what come you up want. with. And then they wonder why 
the boomers are so messed up because those movies were made by before my generation. That and the prison movies with the all prison, the all women prisons. See, there were demons in Hollywood. That's the only type of person there that would were. That's the only type of person that would make that kind of movie. Yeah, we just actually. Uh, well, my mom's out here. We all watched Painkiller. Oh, Netflix. that's the, the opioid one. Yeah, that's uh, the Purdue Pharma. And you can't help but think watching that entire, the rise and fall of that company, or mainly just the rise, like, cause no one's technically got them out. Um, that was a little demonic. <laughs> like little. you, you watch, you think about stuff like that and like how these things grow. Like it's hard not to believe in demons and shit, man. Like I know that that may sound more metaphorical than anything, but it's not, man. If you, if you peel back that onion, you're like, if there's oh. demons, they not only run our corporations, they're also our politicians. And yeah. it's all of them. Don't, I know. Don't yeah. tell me your politicians yeah. are the only ones that are, well, this are one's saved. Good. No, yeah. they're not. <laughs> My politicians go to church. Yeah. That's even worse than. So does uh, a good demon. Yeah. You know. Go learn about the competition. I just think they'll sit there and enjoy the service and be like, I'm going to get that one. Mm -hmm. Get that one. Yeah. Because they're not, because they're just here and they're fake. There you go. And. That one owns Pretty so it's, I don't want to put it on them because they well, let's put it on them. They're like, we need some money. Let's sue that podcast. Yeah. Purdue and it's not and it's, they need some money. Yeah. It's it's not just them. It's yeah, I mean, you see this with a lot of corporations. They if the devil said they could make more money, okay. Yeah. My uh, I'm gonna get a bonus this year. It isn't it interesting? Like you see stuff like that, and then you hear in pretty much all religions around the world stuff like money leads to just the downfall of people right. like all kinds of like philosophy and everything always talks about power corrupting and just the the dangers of money and constantly chasing money i mean it's fine and, to have money it's fine to earn a lot of money i don't care if if you make yourself rich i'm cool that's fine hmm? i'm not how saying it's too much you know? it, it's not my for me to decide it's it's how you pursue your money hmm. it makes you good or evil yeah if you're just hard work and fine, if you're going to work hard to take money from other people or, or to make your money off the backs of other people or to addict other people, mm -hmm. that's the problem. And that's demonic. So for someone like me that doesn't believe in demons, mm. this makes me feel like I was a little demonic. I was going to be like, you should push the button that says demons are real. Uh, but I know there's too many. I, too I've many been buttons. overrun by sound beds. Now. I guess there's so. too many. I can't find. I know them. we need a we need somebody that just does that the whole time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just we need to hire a soundboard button pusher, and they got to be good. Yeah. Um, your mom was telling me about that that show too. So it must have been a good okay. show. It was actually really good. They did a really good job on it, and everyone knows someone that was affected by that shit in one way or another. Like it's crazy to even watch that and then see how they. It's it's gross. Yeah, over like five hundred thousand deaths, like over still yeah. going. <clears throat> oh yeah, still for going. Sure. But I'm talking oxycontin in general, like yeah, which is still and just because it's hard to get to. I mean, I don't know, man. I've I've seen a lot of people that I know were taking that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was all the rage. I had one person that I used to work with. I remember, and I knew that they were taking that kind of stuff. Yeah. And I knew that from their coworkers that they had run out. This fool comes in to where I'm working. And again, I'm leaving a vague. Hmm. And it's like, I know you got some. 
and can you give me some? I'll, I'll pay you. I'm like, what? I know you got some. And it was like, went on for 15 minutes. Like this person just like, dude, what got the it. Actual, in, yeah. yeah. Got it in their mind that I was taking dealing. the same stuff. Just, oh. you know, like not dealing. Okay. You just assumed I had <laughs> okay. some extra because yeah. I was friends with whoever we used to give it to them. I'm like, yeah. that doesn't mean I'm taking that stuff. That stuff's scary. Yeah. That's wild. <laughs> but that's like the crazy shit that people do. Man. Yeah. Like, they were like, <laughs> just like totally out of it. Yeah. Eventually this person hurt themselves at work and that wasn't the finding, but most of us believe that that had something to do with it mm. and they played it off. Classic. That's not very, I mean, I guess technically we can, we're talking about Purdue Pharma, so it's similar. In we're talking similar. about demons, yeah. but Purdue Pharma is who we're alleging are demons. Yeah. Who created almost like it's an it was an epidemic. It still is. It's actually the biggest fucking threat to the world right now, right? Yep. And yeah. So, and I, I, mean, I would give a good exercise to people going back to the politics thing that think their politics are good. Mm -hmm. Look at who that that company donated to, who that yeah, family donated it's to. It's that easy. Follow the money and be careful because it's your politician, just like it's mm -hmm. any, all of our politicians. Yeah. They all got money from that that exactly. family, and that's why they kept operating. They paid off and paid off people hid the shit until they just couldn't hide it anymore. That's true. You are correct. And that's how we defeat all demons. It's in every movie. It's in every story. You just, we have they, to love each other. They, Let's do this. I don't know about that, man. <laughs> demons are pretty good when people are loving each other. They seem to get past that. It's. it's oh yeah. Yeah. It's, you know, that's why the hippies didn't have too many demons hanging out with them. Yeah. So Except for that Charles Manson guy. Let, let me ask you this. Okay. You, we have talked about some like demons over so many episodes throughout the course of this show. Right. Has your perspective on these entities, biblical or, or otherwise, existence changed at all? No, I think the demons are all humans. Okay. So you're still standing by and nothing is swaying the, you know, or tipping the scales one way or the other. I think sometimes we use things like demons as an excuse for some of the evil things we do sometimes for sure for yeah. sure sometimes you know could i be wrong could there be one or two demons in you know in, involved in some of these stories we talk about and even the stories we've you and i have always but talked about before we did the podcast sitting in the garage yeah could i be wrong i could totally be wrong there could be something dark out there and there's a lot of stories that point to that might be true yeah there's too many there's too many different types of stories but I think in most cases, we, it's easier for us to say a demon caused this than to take responsibility. Then humans are flawed. We're yes. not perfect. Yeah, that is potential. I will give you that that is absolutely. But I mean, it, it's, it's not great that you're absolutely wrong, but I can see where you come from. It's that. great for me because then yeah. I don't spend a lot of time. You don't have to think about them. I don't have to worry about demons. You got a nice loophole there. I don't have to worry about Ouija That's boards. True. That's true. Yeah. You know, I don't have to worry about going to hell. I mean, Melanie, like I said in the beginning, she said she doesn't listen to episodes that have demons or talk about Ouija boards. So this stuff, like to some people, is very extreme. And I think, and personally, like most people that, you know, were raised the way that I was and very, you know, religious and whatnot would probably feel the same way. I'm a very horrible Christian for the most part. But that's that's what all the good Christians are supposed to say. Exactly. So the uh, but see, oh, I need to be a little more humble. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> but yeah. So like, it's just crazy that that these like 
I don't even, it's, it's not that you want to imagine these things exist. It's that if they do, you're, the odds of you like running into one at some point are pretty high. I mean, if they do exist, we've all met them. Yeah. We, yeah. Mm. And, and my sister who is probably like, I don't consider myself an atheist. My sister sometimes sounds like one. An atheist? Yeah. Oh, it's too bad, Jody. And uh, I don't think she really means it that way, but she is terrified of demons. I'm like, what are you afraid of demons for? She won't yeah. watch demon shit. She really? won't listen to demon shit. I'm A like, wise choice if but you I'm really like, think about it. You're, then you're, your little anti-belief thing isn't really true because other. It's Otherwise not you working. It's not yeah. working too well. Yeah. You wouldn't be afraid of them if they don't exist. If yeah. none of that stuff exists, why are you afraid of that thing? Does she like talking about them at all? No, because when I tell her about what we're, because I use her, she and I talk all the time and I tell yeah. her what we're doing and what we're talking about. Yeah. You know, a lot of times she'll tell me, you see, she tells me about a story like when I talk shit about her in, in an episode or yeah. call her Jody Bodie. Hmm. She always comes across, she was always listening to that part with somebody else. And they're Classic. just dying. Yeah. But yeah, she's just, it's just one of those things that is terrifying to her. Yeah. And I get it. That's wild. Well, yeah. It I used to be terrifying. Like, demons, demons. Yeah. I couldn't watch The Exorcist till I was an adult. I didn't watch it until recently. Yeah, I was in my 30s, I think, the first time I watched it. Was that your stomach or was there a plane flying <laughs> over? I was just wondering. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, like wow, that felt loud. Like so anyway, let me re-say that. Okay. I was in, in my 30s before I could watch The Exorcist. <laughs> yeah, well, hey. Before so, that demon started dude, talking. Every, every time we talk about demons, I swear your stomach makes a weird noise. And you can call it coincidence, but, but for me, that's a little demonic. Well, you do let me hang out with your child, so... I know, it's very... Uh, maybe, maybe you're the demonic one if you're letting demons hang out with your child. It's all very clear now. No. Uh, yeah, so I think that that wraps it up. Demons are real. They are. To me, but to some people they are. And those stories are terrifying. Those stories are terrifying. I hope that, that I'm right. I, I hope so, too. You know, so I'd rather be stuck in the good place. Wow. ABC show. But besides the For point, some reason, you know, yeah. I like that show. Yeah. And I don't like comedy, but for some reason, I really enjoy just sitting there watching that show. It's Ted Danson. He's the best. I think everybody in there is pretty good. Yeah. You know, every character is fascinating. Sure. So anyway, enough of that. <laughs> Let's go to hell. Uh, well, the movies are better. The hairstyles are like metal. Wow. Yeah. That's what people want. <laughs> that sounds like hell. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in once again. And please leave a review for the show. Like and subscribe. Yeah, if tell you're your on mother, YouTube, work to that. your mother, tell your friends. Yeah, Christian's doing this one. <laughs> I'm trying and to read not your mind. very well. <laughs> okay. Go mm. ahead, I'll shut up. No, it's fine. It's fine. At Freaky Deaky Pod everywhere, except for TikTok, at TFT Paranormal. If you have a story of your own, have you ever experienced what you believe to be a demon? Not even just like a demon looking thing, like an evil creature, but like someone that you've believed to be a demon. I want to hear those stories. Even if you haven't met a person that's a demon or a thing that's a demon. Have you ever met a person? Have you had a demonic experience? Oh, that was a little demonic. So send those in. Uh, Melanie, if for some reason you did listen to the episode, make bird noises on one of our social media pages. Just go, caw, caw, or something like that. Who knows? I don't know. 
and I won't ever tell anyone. I won't share that you listen to it. If you if you need it, we will send you, what was it, the Law of Dominion? I'm not going to do that. I wouldn't do that. I like won't that. either because I don't believe in it. I'm hmm. not into this like well, made, made up creator source. Like, yeah, classic. Sounds like something. Matrix. They, classic to me, it Matrix. sounds like something the aliens would do to lead us astray. It, that's like that darn cat, the VHS from 1993 or whatever. What VHS? You know what? This has gotten out of hand as it usually does. Anything with VHS is out of hand these days. Okay. We'll see you right back here on the Freaky Deaky next week where we may be joined by my mother to discuss dreams. Isn't that amazing? Hopefully she's like not, not like the mother that showed up in this episode. Hopefully not that, but what can you do? Anyway, who cares? We'll see you next week. Goodbye. Thank you. Thank you that one.